Hey, look who came back. Cameron and I still just hanging out on the porch talking about nothing. Thanks for stopping by. Feel free to join us. <laughs> well, there you go, Matt. Matt, welcome to the, uh, the porch. Glad you could join us. <laughs> Hi. Um, I'll be honest. I wanted to open up the last episode with this, but I feel like maybe this is a this is a better episode to open with this little... I've been obsessed with little fun facts recently, and I wanted to ask you guys what your favorite fun fact is. And uh, I'll I'll open I'll say what my favorite fun fact is, so that gives you some time to some time to think. But my all time favorite fun fact that I think you don't know is that lion or not lions giraffes have enough leg strength to decapitate a lion, and that's how they defend themselves. They's out here kicking off heads. Yes, so like if a lion, I mean, not always, but yeah, giraffe leg strength is apparently insane, and people don't talk about it enough. Like if a lion tries to attack a giraffe, they just kick the shit out of it. Well, and it's been known. Is it is it specifically like kick power, or they put them in like fucking anaconda squeeze and pop that off? The way I read <laughs> it, the way I read it was that it is just a clean on kick, and that it has enough strength. That in some cases the lion has been fully decapitated from the kick. Fucking out here tuning up the band on the lion, dude. Yeah, <laughs> a little yeah. sweet shit <laughs> music. Well, like that's, the thing, that's the thing is, like, I would imagine that it's probably like you know, like a horse buck. That that that's how they're mm -hmm. kicking. But part of me really just wants to imagine they're just like running up on these lions, <laughs> just taking them straight on. Sweet chin music. <laughs> 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 But yeah, that's my fun fact. <laughs> that's fucking terrifying, actually. Yeah, yeah, it makes giraffes look way scary. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You think I, you I guess joke the... out a giraffe. Ooh, I mean, where would you grab them? The top or bottom? The neck. <laughs> well, yeah, it's the top of the neck <laughs> or the bottom of the neck. I don't know wherever the, the most. The larynx. But I don't know where that is. Yeah, I don't know. That's a lot of neck. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna wager to say I probably couldn't choke out a lion. Or choke it. I know I couldn't choke out a lion. <laughs> <laughs> I can't choke out a giraffe. I don't know. The the first fun fact for me that comes to mind is uh uh the actor that played Aragorn in Lord of the Rings, when he kicked the helmet, he actually broke his toe. Yeah, that's a good one. That is a Very good one. Different. I like telling people I mean, that. Yeah. Macaulay, I hope you've got one that involves foot or leg because we're two for two so far. Son of a bitch. I didn't think about that. Um, Fun fact. Fun fact. Fun fact. About legs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, pressure's on. Well, this is kind of related to legs, I guess, and I don't know why my brain's not working. This is like the only like fun fact that keeps popping up in, in my head, and I don't even know if it's true or not. But um, kangaroos cannot jump backwards. Whoa! Well, that's pretty why interesting. Not? Are they dumb? <laughs> but they're, they're stupid. Their legs. Their legs don't work backwards, I guess. I don't know. 
So what you're saying is if you ever get into a, like a fight with a kangaroo, just get behind the motherfucker and you're safe. Yeah, and then choke his ass out like you would a giraffe. <laughs> there you go. Huh. I did, I did not know. I did not know that. Kangaroos can't jump backwards. Huh. What a bunch yeah. of idiots. You've never heard that? No. I've never, never heard that. I, I've never heard that. Well, there you go. Fucking three for three on the whole fun fact for legs. There you go. We we did it. I uh. I got another fun fact about kangaroos. Actually, this is one I should have used. I don't know why. I didn't think sure. about it. You know, like their pouches, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Familiar. You know that, like, like it's not like sealed up. Like, if you look inside a kangaroo's pouch. You can see like their fucking inside, like their organs and shit. What? Yeah. Swear. I don't like that. You can see like their bones and shit. It's just like a big gaping. Who the fuck are you, kangaroo Jack? How the fuck do you know all this? <laughs> kangaroo Jack. Fucking <laughs> Steve Irwin was a big influence on my life. Rest in peace. Clearly. <laughs> huh. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, it's pretty freaky. I uh, I actually went to this like drive-through safari thing, and they had like a little place where you can like pet a baby kangaroo, and the mom was with it, and like you could see like in her fucking pouch, it's just like bones and organs and shit. And I was like, Ugh. Ugh. man, nature, yeah, nature be scary, dude. Yeah. So, who, okay, uh, going off of that, um, I know this is kind of like a little kid question, but I was thinking this the other day. Uh, what's your guys' favorite animal? Mm. Like, you mean any animal, not necessarily like a pet, like just any animal. Any animal, oh. yep, and okay, on okay. God's green earth. Okay, okay, okay. Any living organism. <laughs> my, my I thought first... about this. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, it's fine. I thought about I'm... this because uh, I was son of a bitch. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> go, 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 go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <clears throat> I thought about this because uh, one of my clients the other day was talking to me. And he cracks me up. He just like rambles about just random shit and there's like no flow or anything to anything that he says it's just like whatever pops into his head he says kind of like this podcast but um he was talking and then out of nowhere was just like i really like sloths i think sloths are cool (laughs) and i was like hell yeah dude sloths are my favorite name so oh we had a little bonding moment there over Hmm, sloths okay i yeah, I don't know, Matt. Go ahead. You you had something. <laughs> well, I was going to say, it, every time someone asks that question, the first one that pops in my head is uh, dragon, but that's not real. So, <laughs> mm. um, be sick if I they guess, were, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I really like foxes. I think they're really cute and stuff, but. I don't know. I just don't really have a favorite, I guess. Foxes are pretty dope. 
I mean, I'm I'm probably gonna be pretty basic with mine, dude. I just love I love a monkey. Monkeys are just cute. Mm-hmm. Monkeys are cute and they're funny. They like they like pick their butthole and then they sniff it and fall out of trees. It's great. <laughs> it's like my favorite thing ever. Yeah, when I was a little kid, I really liked orangutans. <laughs> That's a good yeah. Orangutans are dope. Yeah. The only thing that freaks me so out. Big. Is, yeah. The only like memory I have as a child with orangutans is the tang drink. Do you guys remember that? Tang. Vague orange. Yeah. This is just like an orange drink that like was insanely good. But yeah, like their mascot was like an orangutan, I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there, there you go. Favorite animals. Mark that off the list. A sloth, fox, and a, and gorilla, monkey. Speaking of tang and drinks, though, uh, Matt was talking about this, Macaulay, before you got on here, and I wanted to talk about this. Um, I Macaulay and I, I would like to believe, are very. Uh, we we're pretty open on our alcohol choices. We we're mm-hmm. not very picky. Uh, but Matt. You consistently drink White Claws. Yeah, I, well, I don't like uh, beer, a.k.a. Okay. piss water. Okay, well, now hold on now. You're a guest here, but I'll still I'll beat the shit out of you. Come on now. I don't know, man. I, I just, I've tried it multiple times, and I just, different ones, and I just don't like it. But well, White Claw and Ciders are the two that I can drink okay. consistently. Well, what I was going to say is, as somebody who doesn't have a lot of experience with White Claws, what is it about them that, that you just love? Like, what's so good about White Claws? Uh, it's... Not sponsored by White Claw, by the way. Just no, it's... I've had other seltzers, like uh, Truly, which isn't as good, but they're okay. It's just the fact that they're carbonated, I think. Oh. Because I really like sodas. And they're just, they're kind of like this carbonated flavor water with a hint of alcohol. Gotcha. Okay. Macaulay, you got pretty any? good. Um, I like fucking uh, High Noons. Have you ever had High Noons, Matt? No. You need to try High Noon. They're so good. Are they a seltzer? I think so. Um, but it's not, it's like vodka juice like Ooh, okay i like that a lot because out of the hard liquors that is my go-to yeah and i don't know they're super like the black cherry high noons are so good quick question highly recommend just just because you said this what the fuck's a black cherry is it not just a cherry um <laughs> no they have black cherries you know how like there's like different kinds of apples Okay, that's what I was gonna ask. Is it just like one of those things? I don't. Yeah. I must say, I don't know if I've ever seen a black cherry in like the fruit itself in real life, or even really? a picture I've of only, it. I've yeah. only seen it as like a drink thing. Yeah, like a flavor. Hmm. Well, I used to go up to Traverse City, Michigan. Uh, my uncle shout, shout out used to live up there. Shout out Traverse City, <laughs> um, and Fourth of July week, uh, they always have the cherry festival. Because it's like the fucking cherry capital of the world or something weird. What a weird thing um, to be the capital of. But So I'm, I'm very versed in 
cherries and such. My man, my man knows his cherries. <laughs> All right, dude. They well, make I, cherry everything. Like fucking, they got like cherry salsa, uh, cherry jelly, obviously, um, like cherry wine, uh, cherry peanut butter. You know what? what? I'm gonna Just say it. Any, I'm, yeah, I'm, anything you could think of. I'm gonna say it. Cherry's not that good. Uh oh! Now wait a damn minute. <laughs> well, I I think it's good. I think it could be a little strong. Like today, actually, at work, some a coworker brought in some donuts from this donut shop in the town where I work. Um, and there was cherry fritters donuts. I've never had one, but I tried it. It was pretty good. But it tasted like I was just drinking, <laughs> like I cracked open a can of a uh, jar of cherries and just was drinking the juice. That's it was very strong. What's wrong with that? Cherries are gross. That's what's wrong with that. It, it was just strong. It, it wasn't. It wasn't bad. I, I ate the donut. Don't get me wrong. I ate the whole donut. Cherries are my favorite. Cherries are- Get out of here. Don't you dare say this the rest of that sentence. You stop it right now. <laughs> cherries are my favorite, like, fruit or, like, artificial flavoring. Cherry is always my go-to, whether it be mm-hmm. Starbursts or fucking, wow. you know, a slushy or something. Cherry every time, dude. I don't know. I'm more of a strawberry. You can get behind a strawberry. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I'm not saying like everything else sucks, but cherries is my favorite. Well, yeah, I guess. You know what? That suck. Grapes. Boy, get the fuck off this podcast right now. (laughs) You know, talk about grapes like that. You got to disrespect the greatest fruit of all time. Well, (laughs) what's wrong with you, Matt? I like grapes, actual grapes. I don't like grape flavor. Okay, I can understand that. I could see that. I like grape flavor, but. I say I like I grape it. flavor, but I can I can see where you wouldn't like the artificial flavoring grape. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm like that with uh, bananas. I love bananas. Yeah, any like banana flavored anything like artificial banana flavor is. Bleh. It is not good. I I am a big fan of bananas, and I do like banana flavor or like banana laffy taffies. Oh, delicious! Nah, I mean I can eat them, but I'm not one of those people who's like you know get them off the face of the earth, but. I do I not bu- think they taste good. I buy runts just for the bananas. What the hell? This man what is What is insane. wrong with you? <laughs> we got to start, like, fielding our guests before we bring them on the podcast. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Just because my fruit tastes are different? Nah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> because I'm like, not. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you are kind of on two strikes. You hit us with that and then the beer thing earlier. You're, yeah, I know. <laughs> you're you're I running know. on thin ice already. No, I'm just joshing around. I'm just it's about cherry flavored beer. I wonder, do you think that's a thing? I'm sure it is, oh, right? It, yeah, it has to be. They like I would imagine every kind of flavored anything you can think of. You know, I mean, I would try it. I'm open to try anything food wise or drink, really. Well, this is the podcast for you because that's about all we talk about. So, <laughs> yeah, oh, we, usually, <laughs> <laughs> we usually somehow just circle back to food, and uh, we've already done it this episode, so. and just talk about how much we love food. 
have a food orgasm. So, well, speaking of food, actually, unless I mean, I feel like we've talked enough about artificial flavoring. Um, I wanted to ask you guys because it's now mid-November, which means Thanksgiving is approaching. But that's not what I want to talk about. What are your guys' opinions on the quick transition from Halloween to immediately going into Christmas and just completely skipping over it? Like, what? How do you feel about that? <laughs> um, my Christmas tree got put up November first. Well, all right. Well, I think I know where Matt stands. How about you, McCartney? <laughs> <laughs> it's my wife, actually. Fair enough. I know this is probably going to be shocking, but I fucking do not like when people just force Christmas down your throat like a month and a half early. Yeah. Um, I love Christmas. You know, I'm all for it. But my rule is we wait till after Thanksgiving and then we can decorate. and. I, I get that. Do all that. My, my, like, I just don't understand why it happens. My only thought process on it is because there's no, like, you know, there's no Thanksgiving songs. There's no Thanksgiving movies. Yeah. So it's like, you just jump straight to Christmas. But, you know, why aren't there any Thanksgiving songs or movies? We should make one, I feel like. We should make a Thanksgiving song. We lost Macaulay. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Well, that happens. All right. Well... Matt, you and I will make a Thanksgiving song. <laughs> well, uh, I'm not really musically inclined. All right, sure. we'll make a movie. Uh, I can be down for that. I just, I mean, I just don't understand. I mean, okay, I also very, very much so love Christmas. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I want to celebrate it just as much as the next person. But I also love Thanksgiving, and it's like, I just feel like Halloween gets a lot of attention and recognition, and Christmas gets a lot. But like, we can throw Thanksgiving a bone, pun yeah, intended. I, I guess it like you just said because there's no like songs to play on the radio. Um, I think corporate America also pushes the Christmas early thing. Yeah, exactly. Um. But I'm I like I'm with you, Macaulay. I think it should be put out after Thanksgiving. But hey, the wife the other. wife gives what the wife wants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, especially happy since wife, she's happy life, eh? Yeah, especially since she's uh, thirty four weeks pregnant. Yeah. Hey, congratulations. Hey, congrats. Yeah. Clap it up. Clap, 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 clap. clap. Woo woo woo. Yeah, so that'll make, I mean, that's going to make the holiday season completely different for you because you're going to be a dad. Yeah. You're going to have to. Christmas Day. Oh. Oh, He's going to be supposed to be born on Christmas Day. Yeah. Hey, if you ask me, that's actually like a secret loophole. That's like less presents, kind of, in a way. (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, go ahead, Macaulay. I don't know if you know this or not. Hmm. That's the same day Jesus was born. It was actually supposed to be the same day I was born, but I came late. I had a nickel for every time, Matt. I had a nickel for every time. <laughs> I have, have zero no nickels. nickels. <laughs> I have zero nickels. <laughs> zero uh, nickels and not be expecting a child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, though. You were, you were expected yeah. on Christmas Day, and now your own child is expected on Christmas Day. What are the odds of that? 
I hope he doesn't come late, though. Well, I mean, I don't think you really have much choice in that, brother. No. I think it just happens yeah. when it happens. Are you going to ground his ass if he does? Yeah. Or she? So I don't it's, know. It's a he. It's a he. Oh, nice, man. Congrats. <laughs> Thank you. Um, oh. Yeah, as soon as he comes out, you're grounded. <laughs> I mean, you got to get the practice. Got to show him a little tough love. That's just, you know, that's how it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I. Uh, yeah, I mean, you'll I th- maybe you'll understand more then why we skip over like like Thanksgiving, and just go straight to Christmas because they're gonna have to be buying gifts for a little guy, yeah. and you're gonna be like, get this Thanksgiving shit out of my way. I need to buy presents. <laughs> <damn it." laughs> oh man, yeah, that's. Do you have a name in mind picked out? Do you have that all set? Yeah. Grayson. Grayson? Mm hmm. Nice name. You should give him like 13 middle names. (laughs) Just, nope, just one. Fox. Mm, uh, 12 more. You said Fox? Yep. Is that that because a fox is your favorite animal? Nope. It was just kind of coincidence. I like that. Grayson Fox. Lexi kind of Grayson. Grayson Macaulay Cameron has a good ring to it. <laughs> yeah, let's just yeah, uh, or, or Grayson Cameron Fox Macaulay. See what I did there? Oh, Cameron what does what there? now? Exactly. <laughs> let, me, let me just put all my friends' middle uh, friends' names as his middle name. That's what I'm going to do when I have a kid. Just everyone in the friend group who supported me along the way in the middle <laughs> wouldn't be here Appreciate without him. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, if you don't mind me prying, because I, I don't know, it's an interesting no, topic. Uh, how did you like? How did you guys get to the name Grayson? How did that come along? Um, it was honestly uh, my wife looking up names and me being like, "Nope, don't like that one. Nope, <laughs> don't like that one." Until we saw Grayson, you threw out yep. there. <laughs> Yep, until we found Grayson. <laughs> huh. All right. I don't know if you guys just heard my kneecap explode. That was exciting. Nope. Oh. Uh, you didn't want to go with uh, Maddie Jr. No. 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 I was, I was just kidding. <laughs> you, you were being serious. <laughs> <laughs> Matt just oh. no. No. <laughs> I mean. No, yeah, that's. I mean, we, I think we. I wanted something more unique, but not to the point where he could potentially, I don't know, get made fun of in school. I think Grayson's yeah, like a great Macaulay name. or something. Yeah, Macaulay, terrible name, zero out of ten. <laughs> Would not recommend. I mean, it could be worse than Cameron, <laughs> which is now just a girl's name, so. No, we we talked about it in one of like the first episodes, I think. But like, that's a lot of responsibility. You're naming another mm-hmm. human being the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not something they have no say in it at all. Yeah, at all, at all. I mean, I don't know how much it costs to change your name legally, but I would imagine mm-hmm. that's probably not a cheap procedure. Procedure? It's not a procedure. It's procedure. A- <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's probably not too expensive. It's probably just more. Time and yeah, getting all the fair. paperwork signed, signed and stuff. Yeah. 
Well, and think about all the stuff that your name is on right now. Like, you'd have to go through and change oh, it for yeah. fucking yeah. everything. Yeah, that's it's probably you're probably right. It's probably just because it's more of an inconvenience thing than anything else. Uh, yeah, man, that's I like the name Grayson. I, yeah, I, it's a I good like name. A yeah, it's a good name. Hopefully, he likes it too. And it's weird whenever you pick out a name, you're, you start noticing other people naming their kids that same name. Hmm. So I think there's two people on Friends on Facebook that both have their kid named Grayson. Has that caused you to maybe want to change the name, or are you like you're set in stone, hundred percent? I think it's unavoidable. I think it's like, like you already painted the name in the bedroom and whatnot. Uh, <laughs> no, it's it's more of if I would have picked a different name, I would have noticed those other names. Uh, yeah, it's just a product of you know the human brain, right? Yeah, the name Think about, the name originally it, didn't have any meaning to you, but now that you've yeah. given it meaning, you notice it more. That yeah, I'm gonna notice it more. It's like when you get a car, and then you notice fucking how yeah. many other people yep. drive your car. <laughs> Dude, that happened. I swear, I kid you not. I mean, my parents don't have this car anymore, but back when I was like in high school, and my parents got that Rav Four, I had never seen a Rav Four mm-hmm. back home, like in our hometown. And then the moment we got one, there was like thirty of them every time we went out driving. And I was like, how what? Was there just a sale on these things? Like, did everybody fucking buy these? My grandma that had one. Sick. I mean, RAV4 is a sick car. It's a good car, yeah. Reliable. It's nice. I remember getting in a car accident in that car with my mom. Oof. Yep. Good times. Good times. I've been in it's actually... two accidents. That's that's the one accident I've been in, but I just remember it so vividly because it was a, uh, it was when I was doing orientation at Indiana University, so I was in this brand new city, <laughs> trying mm-hmm. to get to this orientation thing, and like my mom has gotten a car accident, so naturally I'm shaken up about that. But I have to get to this meeting in like 45 minutes to schedule my classes as a freshman. It was stressful. That was but. crazy orientation there. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, move, move, move in day. Oh, I got fun. lucky. My move in day, I because I was trying out for the uh, the marching hundred. Mm-hmm. I uh, I got I got to move in like two weeks before actual move in day or a week before or something. So literally, I moved uh, in and there was like nobody on my floor. Yeah, college. Those those are the days, right? <laughs> I barely remember them. You, I was only there a year and a half. <laughs> yeah, but you went back. You did it. You just you yeah, recently I'm, finished, or you're gonna finish soon. You you're I'll doing finish the in thing, the spring. Right? Well, you're doing the thing. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I missed out on a lot of like college experiences, yeah, just because I was a different great. person back then. It's not great. It's not all that it's hyped up to be. Everybody's life is different. You make your own experiences, you know. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I, I lived in the party dorm and didn't go to one party. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's true. So you don't like beer? No, at that that point, I I didn't drink any alcohol. Yeah. Now, that dorm, uh, that dorm was essentially just a dumpster fire. And then I worked there for three years. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, man. I kind of wish, 
I don't know. I feel like it's starting to be uh, pushed more, but like, you know, I don't, I don't genuinely feel like everyone needs to go to college. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I get, I get this mindset of like, Oh, you know, for certain jobs, you have to go to college. You have to have a degree, whatever. But it's like, not everyone does those jobs. Like I I hate this like paper cut mold that we try to push everyone into. And it's like, some people thrive in other professions and there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I just, I don't feel like college is for everybody. And not like, I don't know, that, that might be taken in a negative way, but I don't intend for it to. I just think some people are, you know, it's, college is dumb. <laughs> like, I don't know how else to say it, but college is dumb. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. look, look. Oh, sorry, Macaulay. <laughs> go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, looking back, if I would have known, like, what working in the workforce is like, mm-hmm. I would have tried a lot harder <laughs> the first time I went to college. Because mm. factories suck. <laughs> Fair enough. Macaulay, what were you going to say? Yeah, I was just going to say, like, I agree, like, college isn't for everybody, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like, kind of like we talked about, was it last episode, about high school and how yeah, it, it is just kind of like a social construct to teach you, you know, how to function in society. Right. And mm-hmm. I feel right. like college, college is almost the same way, in a sense, um, just at a higher level. And you have to pay a lot more for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, like, it's good to go and get a degree. Um, you know, I went four years and got a degree, but, like, I don't I don't even use it. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I'm in a different career. And yeah. I, I do think that degree helped me. Like, the skills that I learned along the way definitely helped me get to where I need to be. But, like, um. I don't think that it's as important to like go and you know get a degree. Like it's not like everybody has to have a degree. Like you can Yeah, yeah. You can get a job without one easily. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like there's I I there I feel like college is like almost shined on like this it's like this i don't want to say utopia but like you know what i mean like it's this magical place where it's like oh you know it's just so great everything's fun you get to meet these new people you go to parties you have fun it's like no nah, dude college is stressful like <laughs> yeah I, I had fun here and there but like i i mean it did make me i guess more responsible i can't deny that i was very independent and i learned to do a lot of stuff but it's like yeah dude it was stressful But yeah, you know, it, just just some light Sunday talk. Well, Sunday for me, you know. <laughs> I was thinking, um, if you guys like had the knowledge that you do now, and you could go back to, you know, your your first year out of high school, would you do anything different? As far as college path, or maybe not go to college, or 
I had the knowledge that I have now. Um, I probably, I probably wouldn't have wasted a year like going after the uh, music education major that I did. I, it didn't really set me back at all, but I think deep down, I actually knew at that time I didn't want to do that profession. I was just doing it because I, I don't. I actually. I think it was because I didn't really know what else I wanted to do. So it was just like a safety net almost. I was like, well, I do like music. Let's just take this road, like this road, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I always kind of felt like a, I mean, Matt knows. Matt, Matt probably remembers my, I mean, I spent more time in Matt's dorm yeah, my freshman year than year. I did probably in my own dorm just because all the people on that floor were like, dot, I mean, they were, there are people who want, like, they wanted to study music. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was a like, whole it different was, environment. It was a whole different environment. And I was not in the same ball field as them. And I didn't want to be in the same ball field as them. Um, so I, it kind of almost felt like that first year, I didn't really, I don't know, I felt very secluded, I guess. Felt very to myself. Um, I, I don't know. So I just kind of felt like I wasted a year almost, in a way. Right. So that's probably what I would change. That first year, I uh, wouldn't have gone in with the, the heavy music major mindset. I probably, I don't know if I would have necessarily gone straight to history, even with the knowledge that I have now, but I wouldn't have, wouldn't have even pretended like I wanted to uh, get a music degree. Um, for me, if it had like no effect on, and if it like only, if I went back and changed things, if it only affected like my career path, and like nothing else in my life, I definitely would have just applied myself in college and probably would have not tried for an informatics degree, but a computer science. Because I went for the informatics because I felt like I wasn't quite smart enough to do the more technical side of computer stuff. But yeah, I would have just gone to class and try to finish all four years there for yeah, a computer science to, major. I don't, I don't mean to out this man, but, uh, yeah, going to class probably definitely would have helped you in the long run, homie. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> all I did was play league of legends for like seven, eight hours a day. Yeah. This or dude longer. This dude. I mean, don't get me wrong, mom, dad, I'm sorry, but I definitely skipped my fair share of classes, but, uh, you definitely one upped me on that one, Matty boy. Yeah. I went to like one, class a week maybe <laughs> money well spent yeah. uh how about you macaulay though i mean you you had a uh interesting no nah, i should say interesting that makes it sound bad but i mean your college route is i think different very different in comparison to mine and matt's so yeah no i i i'd say it's interesting um yeah, I mean, I went and played football for that one year, you know, um, and all the time, you know, I'm like, I kind of kick myself. I'm like, man, if you could have just stayed uh, and kept playing, because I, I miss it, you know what I mean? Like, that was my favorite right. thing to do in the world, and I just, I had a chance to do it for at least three more years and didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So that really sucks. I kind of, you know, and I had all the, had all the old people telling me, you know, you'll regret it. You'll miss it. You're going to miss it. You should just stay, you know, finish it out. Mm-hmm. And me being the little smart 19 year old that I was, you know, I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, I don't think I will. I just, I, I, part of that was, you know, I just wasn't in a good mental state at that time anyway. Um, yeah. And then being like three hours away from home and mm-hmm. I wasn't, I don't think I was mature enough at the time um, that I should, like, I I wasn't as mature as I should have been to be able to handle that. Um, Like, if I could, if I could go back now with how, not saying I'm mature now, but you know what I mean? Just like, Mm -hmm. you know, knowing how much I miss it and stuff, I definitely would go back and finish. But then, you know, I, I think that, but then again, I think if I didn't come back, uh and go to you know local college um i probably wouldn't have switched my degree to well i switched it like four times but <laughs> i wouldn't have ultimately switched it to uh teaching yeah dude first i started out as a uh like a sports trainer okay mm. um and i was thinking of taking that into like occupational therapy or something just because i remember i was like they make bank like yeah that'd be awesome <laughs> and then i literally went to one class and the dude was like talking and introducing the stuff and like like we started taking notes and shit right away and he was talking about all this stuff and it just hit me i was sitting there and i was like i don't want to do this like what am i doing like this is <laughs> stupid like this is not what i'm interested in at all like why didn't i like put more thought into this other than oh it'll make me money you know what i mean yeah um so like i literally like i said i went to one class and then left and uh went to my like the academic advisors or counselors Mm -hmm. or whatever and i was like yeah i need to switch my major i don't want to do that shit (laughs) (laughs) and uh they were like she was like well what do you want to switch it to and i was like I don't know. I was like, you know, I, I I really like like psychology and stuff like that. And she, it was, it's probably a really good thing. She did this. She was like, well, you know, I could throw you into some psychology classes now, but you're, you're already a couple of weeks behind, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, or it would just been like two classes at the time, I guess. But she's like, or I could just switch you to, um, it's just called like general studies, um, and you can just kind of take the semester to explore and try to figure out what you want to do, you know. And I was like, "That's a good idea." So, <laughs> got got switched to general studies, and then, like I said, I end up transferring uh, back home, and uh, I came in as a psychology major. Um, and then they, they fucking, so I transferred at semester. So my second semester of my freshman year, I started Mm -hmm. as a psychology major and dude, they put me in like 300 level classes. Oh Jesus. What the hell? Yeah. Like there's people in there writing their senior theses and shit. And I was like, 
Thesi. I don't know how you. Thesi. <laughs> Sorry, I just my brain latched onto it. Like like imagining the other day when I wrote out the word imagining, I was like, that just looks weird. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but continue. You're good. No, and um, this is a long ass story, and I apologize, but um, you're fine. You know, after that like semester, like I struggled really badly, um, and I had never. Not to sound like a douchebag or anything, but like I had never struggled with school before, mm-hmm. and that was the first time that I actually like struggled. And I was like, "Fuck this! I don't want to do this either." Like this is, you know, I feel like if I would have been placed in you know appropriate entry level courses, then that yeah. would have helped. But um, so I decided I was like, "Well, fuck that! I'm not going to do psychology either." So the next year. I switched it to history, a history degree, and I did that. Oh, yeah. And I did that. um, And so my sophomore year, I started uh, getting into coaching. Um, So I was uh, going to school and uh, helping coach the local football team as well. Um, And I really enjoyed coaching. And, uh, I was like, you know what, what can I do that'll go hand in hand with coaching and allow me to keep coaching? Because like at that time I was starting to miss football, you know, and Mm -hmm. I was like, this is what I want to do. I want to coach. Like, you know, I miss the game. Uh, I miss, even though it sounds dumb, I miss practice, you know, I miss, um, Friday nights or, you know, whatever. And. Um, I was like, a teacher. I'll be a history teacher. Perfect. <laughs> and so my senior year, or well, it, it would have been the second semester of my junior year, I changed it to uh, secondary education with a focus in history or social studies and uh, went on from there and graduated. And then I taught for two years and quit so (laughs) look at at you now now i'm a social worker so here we are (laughs) hey man did i i didn't even study teaching and here i am teaching english so i didn't even study english (laughs) yeah you're using your minor more than you are your major dude that minor is garbage don't even i can't even pretend like that that minor is a literally okay here's the story on my Japanese minor. I was just continuing to study Japanese because I like studying a foreign language. Yeah. And I wasn't even studying very seriously. C's get degrees, you know, type stuff. Yeah. And uh, literally one day, my Japanese professor uh, was like, hey, literally, if you just take this one last class next semester, you'll get a Japanese minor. She's like, so it, it's in your hands if you want to, but like, I'm just letting you know where it sits. And I was like, yeah, screw it. Why not? Let's do it. <laughs> like, I did not intend to get a Japanese minor. It just happened by circumstance. Yeah, so, but didn't that, didn't that help getting your position in Japan, though? Was that uh, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. They asked me some questions in my interview in Japanese, and I botched them. So I don't know how much it helped or not. <laughs> um. Uh, Macaulay, I was going to ask, do you enjoy the social work more than being a teacher? It's similar because you're working with kids either way, right? Right. Yeah, I enjoy it more. 
um, it, I enjoy it more because I feel like I'm doing more of what I actually got into teaching to do. Like mm -hmm. I got into teaching to try to, you know, reach kids and, you know, make an impact on kids or whatever. Yeah. Um, and you can do that. Teachers do that, obviously. But I felt like the position I was in, um, my hands were kind of tied because, you know, teaching uh, nowadays is kind of all about, like, the test. Like, you know, they have to learn this. They have to be able to get these test scores. Yeah. And it's not focused as much on, you know, building relationships with the kids and, you know, teaching them to be, you know, functional adults you know it's yeah, all about what, those, of what those test scores yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all about what those test scores look like so you can get funding and money and shit and i that's part of the reason i kind of got out of teaching um kind of like the politics of it i guess uh and uh yeah i feel like i i feel like i do um what I intentionally wanted to do with teaching now and coach and I can still coach, you know, and it's, uh, it's, it's more stressful than teaching as far as like mentally, mm -hmm. like, you know, some of the stuff yeah. that I see and deal with, but it's less, I don't want to say less work. It's less, paperwork i guess even though i still have a shit ton of paperwork that i have to do um it, it's less having to answer to other people and more independence yeah and i've never been good at like following orders i guess <laughs> like i'm one of those people that like you tell me to do something and i'm like fuck you no i'm not gonna do that so um <laughs> It's 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 nice because you know my supervisors. I mean, as long as I'm doing what I'm supposed to, uh, are more hands off. They're not like breathing over my shoulder, mm. you know, like They're not micromanaging. Yeah, exactly. It's I a lot less hate micromanaging. And that's that, what teaching you, was a lot. I felt like you could say micromanagement is one of my pet peeves. Hey, call, back, call back to the last yeah, episode. Yep, I would say it's one of mine as well. Yeah, if you're a micromanager, just stop. Just don't do it. Stop it. It's that, it's that easy. Don't do it. Quit. Yeah, just quit. <laughs> uh, real quick, when Macaulay was talking about you know his job and and the kids and whatnot, and we were talking about professions, I popped in my head and I wanted to ask you guys: when you were a wee little lad. A young, a young little boy. What was your dream? Like, what did you want to be when you grew up? What was like your dream? Ooh. Your dream job. So, from uh, sorry, I'll start off. Yes, no, take it, take it, the helms, bro. Popped my head immediately. Um, you know, as a kid, you always like watch movies repeatedly. Um, yes, I watched Twister all the time and Jurassic Park. So my Very two. As a Storm child. Hey, it's what I was put on, and I loved them. <laughs> um, so my two were Storm Chaser and Paleontologist. The Paleontologist one, I really thought I was going to do up till about sophomore year of high school. It's That'd funny. It's 
It's funny that you say that. So I, I literally just went to a museum the other day. Uh, mm-hmm. Yesterday. I don't know why I said the other day. It was yesterday. Um, and, like, the thought popped in my head was, like, how does somebody get into, like, paleontology? Like, how does that occur? And I think you just answered the question. You watch Jurassic Park. You watch you Jurassic, watch Jurassic Park. Park as yep. a child, and you just immediately yep. get into it. That checks out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then in, when I was at IU, I actually took, like, a a, a class on archaeology. Because I was like, oh, this is kind of paleontology, and I need some, like, general science courses. The class sucked. Um, yeah, I don't want to do that. It <laughs> <laughs> was right. not a good time. Why did but, you pursue the storm chaser one? Uh, I don't think it pays very well. Uh, I'll be honest. I don't. I didn't even know that was a real job. Yeah. I just thought people did it as like a hobby. I think it's a little both. Like, I think you can get like funding to study storms. Um, but it's like a meteorology degree. Ah, uh, that would make sense. Um, storm chaser. That'd be that'd be an exciting job. I could. It'd I mean, be super thrilling, but that'd be fun. That'd be fun to bring up at parties when people are like, "Oh, what do you do?" And you're like, "I drive into tornadoes. That's what I do yeah. every day. That's my life." <laughs> <laughs> also, is a little dangerous. So the family was not very uh, approving. Yeah, I can't imagine if there is a family. If a kid comes up to his family and is like, "I'm going to be a storm chaser," and the family's just like, "You do that, Billy. You go run into some tornadoes." That's probably not a good family. <laughs> uh, e- <laughs> Even now, as an adult, I wow. really, I really want to see a tornado in real life because I've never seen one. Oh, that's because we're from the Midwest. That's just like the the bucket list of a Midwesterner is to see a tornado in real life. I think. Well, <laughs> my wife's the opposite and is completely terrified, and so is her whole family. So every time there's a storm, she's like, "We gotta get shelter. We got everything ready, prepared. Okay, get the cats locked up." Um, my ass is standing on the porch with a beer in hand, watching that sun. Gonna tell that's, you, that's yep. that's how I. <laughs> I literally did that the other day. There was like a big storm at our apartment and the uh, Sai was like kind of freaked out and whatnot. And I was like, I'm gonna go outside and look at it. And she's like, What what do you why? And I was like, I don't know, I just wanna look at it. <laughs> it's in my blood. Yeah, like I can't help it. I just I have to do it. But uh Macaulay, how about you? What was your little dream job? I always wanted to be a police officer. Really? Yeah, I don't, I don't really know why. Um, I feel like that's probably a common thing for like a little kid to want to be. Yeah, maybe not so much now, but back I, I feel know. like I, when I, we were growing up. I think it's still, I think it's still maybe not as common, but I think it's still a pretty common thing kids want to grow up to be. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just always thought it'd be cool to like be a police officer and help people and stuff, and then. Mm. And then my stepdad actually, when I was in like the sixth grade, became a police officer. And I was like, like this is the best thing hyped. ever. Well, yeah, I was hyped. <laughs> and I like asked him questions all the time and stuff. Because, you know, a little sixth grade mind doesn't comprehend, you know, the shit that police officers actually have yeah. to deal with. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and he was like, I remember one day once I got like a little older, I was probably middle school, high school, and I still was like thinking about doing that. Um, actually, that was one thing I contemplated, you know, like probably my junior year when you start actually thinking about like college and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, yeah, I might go get like criminal justice degree or something. And he was just like, no, he's like, it fucking sucks. You're not doing it. After a lot of the stories he's told me and like, just see the stress that it put on him and still does. He's a detective now. So he still, you know, does it. And uh, just like I said, the stories and, the impact that it had on his mental health, you know what I mean? Like kind of opened my eyes like, Oh shit, that that's like a very thankless job and you got to deal with a lot of bullshit. (laughs) So. I mean, what you're doing now is kind of a, a branch of that. You're still helping people, but just not so right in the action. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Hopefully I don't get shot at. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'll be honest. When I proposed this question, I really thought, like, I thought it was going to be, like, some stereotypical stuff. It was like, I wanted to be a pro athlete. I wanted, you guys, those were not the answers I was expecting at all. Well, I mean, obviously I wanted to be in the NFL, but. Okay, okay. I was kind of realistic, you know. (laughs) Gotcha. Astronaut and jet pilot also crossed my mind. Um, yeah, well, then obviously, you know, just to get the obvious one off the board, I, I was very interested. I wanted to be a pro soccer player. Um, I think you know, a lot of small children want to be a pro whatever sport they play. Yeah. Um, but I think, oddly enough, I think at the time, I probably didn't realize it. Um, but looking back, uh, I, I, I really liked stories, storytelling. Um, I, I don't necessarily want to say I probably wanted to be an author, but I wanted to tell stories. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I was really, I don't know, I was really into just, you know, mythology, the storytelling of mythology, mystery novels and stuff. I mean, like I say novels, but I was a child. They were children's books. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I, I was just really into into stories and like watching things unfold. And I, and I, I very much still am into that today. You know, that's why you guys know. I like to make like friends and stuff on sports video games and like make these storylines of their careers. Yeah. No, I, I, I really enjoy that. And um, so I think part of me wanted to do something with, with storytelling and, and I, I know, I know. I wish I would have pursued that a little more, but like Macaulay and I talked about in the last episode, I kind of got hit with this fear that I read books too slow or whatever and stuff. So I kind of just like, laid off of literature all throughout high school because I felt like felt like I wasn't good enough. No. Yeah, um, yeah. You, I remember you guys you guys I listened to an episode, you guys were talking about that. And McCall, you brought up the Oh, I read the Twilight books in three days. Uh, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> that was a direct quote from Matt. <laughs> <laughs> well I don't I don't think it was, but I definitely was one of those I Pretty sure I read at least one book every couple days. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah, I, yeah, I, I mean, I, that's cool. I I I just, that. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, uh, it's just fun. not me. <laughs> but the, yeah. the storytelling yeah. thing, Cameron's really neat. That's something that I didn't really think I would like to do because I never liked writing. Mm-hmm. But since getting into like Dungeons and Dragons, I yeah. really enjoy storytelling. Yeah, I, I, I mean, and I think, you know, I, I've only done a couple sessions in our little D and D campaign mm-hmm. that we do. Um, but yeah, it was, I mean, it was a little weird at first for me. But I think a big reason why I've latched onto it and jumped into it is again the storytelling. Like I, I love this fictional world and this the story that we create as a group. Um, which Macaulay, I don't know if you've ever done D and D. I'm, I'm sure. I mean, I know you know what it is. But, uh, yeah, it's a very, very fun experience of just, like, you and some friends just getting sucked into this fantasy world, and you make this story together, and it's, I don't, I mean, you have as much as control as, like, the, the Dungeon Master gives you, but, uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's super, I don't know, I love it, I love every second of it. Yeah, I had a class, um, in college, uh, it was, like, a Viking uh, not Viking, but like Norse mythology class. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we've talked about this or not before, but um, like half of the class, we played like a version of Dungeons and Dragons, um, but it was just set in like this Norse mythology world, and we got graded based on like how well we were able to um, like name specific things, or like like we studied the culture of the of the Norse people, you know, and like we had to kind of like tailor our characters after That's realistic neat. people while also, you know, being able to harness lightning and shit at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that was super cool. As far as like an actual Dungeons and Dragons game, I've never done that. But like I said, we did that like role playing game um, in that class and that was super cool. It's, I mean, Matt yeah. Matt knows a lot more about it than I do. Yeah, actually, uh, I'm a DM for a game that um, my wife, Jared, his girlfriend, and Zach are in. Um, and that's super fun. I really enjoy it. I, I actually had a thought recently how fun it would be to like run a game based in Middle Earth for like you guys and John and Zach and Jared. That'd be sick. Because there's a... There's like a campaign book. I think it's called Twilight. And it's basically based on Middle Earth. But if Sauron won... And you gotta try to retake Middle Earth from Sauron. Oh, wow. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Cameron's gotta watch the movies. Tell me me about it. Sounds so cool, dude. Sauron. (laughs) Middle Earth. I know those words. <laughs> That's like the fourth episode that we've talked about Cameron not watching Lord of the Rings. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's just a running bit. It's just a running bit at this point. <laughs> uh, my life is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I, I love I love Dungeons and Dragons. I think it's great. I only got introduced to it a couple years ago by my father in law. 
Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll be I'll be honest. I uh, I was always interested in it. Uh, I mean, when I first heard about it, like in high school and stuff. But uh, my dad, you know, I think a lot of our the the older generation kind of grew up where it was kind of a taboo thing. So my dad was always kind of hesitant about it. But uh, you know, I'm very glad that. Uh, I have the the game going with you and Jared and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I, I thoroughly enjoy it. Thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy it. Just fun. Just good old fashioned friendly fun. Yeah, I was like, I remember, like in high school and stuff, like being like Dungeons and Dragons. That's kind of nerdy, you know what I mean? And then, like, I got older you're like, and got you're like into the college. biggest nerd I know now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got into college, you know, and uh, saw the opportunity to take that class, and I was like, that might be kind of neat. I don't know. It was like the first actual class that they tried that in, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, sure, and I really liked to teach. I had had the teacher before, and he was awesome, or professor, sorry, whatever you want to call him, but uh, yeah. It was it was fucking awesome. I just I've just never had a chance to get back into it, you know what I mean, or even get into Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. I, I think you'd enjoy it. I think you'd enjoy it thoroughly. Like I said, I think yeah. I think that first session, like if you like when you're going into it blind like I did, that first session can be a little bit overwhelming because mm-hmm. you just feel like a I mean kind of feel like a, a fish out of water almost but literally like i would say within the hour of that first session i was just i was in it you know what i mean it's it's fun man it's, it's a nice <laughs> it's a nice escape yeah yeah that's probably my favorite thing to do now days you don't get to play very often because it's hard to set up yeah meeting times for everybody yeah, I'm trying to think. You said it's your favorite thing to do. I'm trying to think what my like favorite hobby is right now. I need to get back. I tell you what, I have not bought Pokemon cards in a long time to spruce up my Pokemon card collection. Yeah, you were into those before they got like hyper popular. I know, right? I'm a little trendsetter. Um, I've always, been, I've always been into collecting them. It was just a matter of like not having the finances. Yeah. Um, and then I got this job and I had the finances and I, you know, it was a little difficult having to, to buy the boxes off Amazon and whatnot, but you know, I, I would like to, I would like to buy some more cards, but you know, now that I'm married and have a new apartment and stuff, I try to be a little more responsible with my finances, but collecting, I really like collecting specifically Pokemon cards, but I, I think that's probably my big, my favorite hobby right now is collecting things. Do you think any of those full sets you have are worth anything? Like some of the um, rares from them? Because those, those came out before everything got super popular. So, Yeah, I mean, I know like the... So the binder that I have, the first set, like the first completed set in that binder, um, I don't think, at least on Japanese Amazon, and most Japanese stores that I've been to, they don't sell that box anymore. You might be able mm-hmm. to find individual packs. Um, so I could probably get some money from that set. 
Um, I could definitely get some money from like the hidden cards that I got from yeah. those sets, the hidden rares. Uh, I think the most expensive card I have in that binder, and I say most expensive, the last time I checked, which would have been when the box like was released and it was like in rotation, you would say. Yeah. Um, the most expensive card I had was like a twenty-five, thirty-dollar card, and that is while it's in rotation. So that's pretty. I feel like that's pretty good. I don't know what it would go for now, but uh, that's the thing. I don't really do it for money. Yeah. I, I I like collecting the cards just to have my own collection. I like to look at them. I like the art. I uh, and whatnot. Um, I have a bunch of like promo cards too that are unique to the area and and whatnot. So. I don't know. It's, it's it's just a fun little thing to do, and I think it stems from when I was a child. Um, my cousin and my, my oldest brother a little bit, too, they would collect uh, Hot Wheels. Um, and my cousin had this insane collection. I mean, we're talking 100-plus, probably, uh, Hot Wheels cars. And so, like, I was exposed to that, but I never had a chance to, like, do my own collection, and then I feel like when we were young, that's when Pokemon cards and Yu-Gi-Oh! Mm-hmm. and those cards like started getting big. And, you know, as a kid, obviously you want those cards because your friends have them to play the games and whatnot. But my little childhood brain couldn't wrap my mind around like actually preserving them and collecting them. Yeah. And then it must have been when I was like a junior, junior, a senior in college. That was when I, I was like at Walmart one day and I was like, you know what? I, I'm going to buy this like booster pack like i'm gonna buy this this box of pokemon cards or whatever and i did and i just opened and i looked through them and i was just rushed with this nostalgia and i was like that's my thing i'm gonna i'm gonna collect pokemon cards I, like that's this is incredible and i, I just started researching about you know the, like how to see how rare the cards are and all this and all that and like don't get me wrong i love um you know people that do send in their cards and get them graded and, and make money. And that's, that's all fine and dandy. Like if that's your road, that's your road. And I respect that. But like, for me, that's not what it's about for me. I like having my binder of the cards that I've collected that I can just flip through. And, and, and I like finding, you know, the one card in the set that I don't have. I like scouring the internet and finding the best deal I can for it and, and buying that card. You know what I mean? That's, mm-hmm. that's the thing that I like. So Wow, it's been a while since I've talked about Pokemon cards. That felt good to get that all. <laughs> I, I don't know, dude. I, I really, I'm realizing how much I actually like Pokemon. Um, that's the museum that I went to yesterday. Um, it's this local museum, and they actually have like a special. Japan has this special exhibit going on at certain museums sporadically, where it's like a Pokemon themed fossil museum. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, and so, like, it's to try to introduce, like, archaeology um, and, uh, obviously, paleontology to, uh, to, like, the kids, but, like, to introduce it through Pokemon. So, like, it has these fake fossils of Pokemon or whatever and, like, a description about it. And then next to it, it would have, like, the real fossil that the Pokemon was based on and, like, explaining how, you know, how it was found or whatever and, and all this and all that. And, um, That's super uh, neat. It, it, yeah, it was it was really cool to see that and like see the references to the games and see like the real life counterparts and I don't know I was I was like nerding out just because I, I realized at that moment I was like dude I I really do like Pokemon a lot like this probably more than a twenty six year old man should like Pokemon but you know it is what it is.
but uh, yeah, you, I don't know. What's that? So, what about you? What hobbies? What's your yeah? What's yeah. your big hobby? Um, I don't know. I this is gonna sound bad, um, but like the football season's finally wrapping up uh, for me, um, as far as coaching goes. Um, but like a lot of times between work and coaching and stuff, I don't have time to do much else. (laughs) Mm Um, you know, I enjoy, I enjoy playing video games, um, in my free time or, uh, watching TV shows. But as far as something like collecting stuff or, I don't know, I like, I like woodworking. Um, I like, I like making stuff. Um, I don't do it as often as I'd like to, um, just because, like I said, I'm usually pretty busy, um, and stuff like that usually takes a long time, especially when you're really bad at it, like I am, so, (laughs) (laughs) um, I don't know, I've made a few things, um, and I, I really like doing that, uh, I'm also kind of like a perfectionist when it comes to that stuff, so that's another thing that kind of, um, I think helps with me liking to do it, but also takes makes me take way more time than it actually should. Um, uh, yeah, and I don't know that that's that's probably one of my more favorite hobbies. Um, I just don't get to do it a whole lot, especially like uh, wood is very expensive right now. Um, so I haven't really had the urge to go out and buy, you know. Just start chopping down your own trees, dude. Just go get your own wood. Don't buy it. Just go cut Good idea. Just, just go to the park and <laughs> yeah, hack, yeah. hack a tree down. <laughs> go down to the local park and just cut down some trees. I'm sure it's no one f- will stop you. It's a free park, so. Yeah, yeah. that means everything <laughs> in it is free. Tell that yeah, to a police officer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, sir, what do you... What are you doing? I'm I know. just collecting, getting some wood. <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. It's free. It's a free park. It's a free park. <laughs> do like, do like the, uh, what is it, like Parks and Rec? Back. I, don't worry. I have a permit. <laughs> out the piece yeah, of I paper. do what I want. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but instead, your paper would say it's a free park. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I think hobbies are great, though. I think everyone, I mean, like, I think it's very important as humans to have like that thing that you can get lost in. Like it's your own little yeah. world, your own little bubble type thing. Um, Cause that, that brief escape from, you know, the stress that life can bring. I think that's, I think it's very important to the, the mental health of a human being. Uh, I think it's Absolutely. nice to have that, to have that, not even necessarily a hobby, but to have that passion, you know, like even if it's yeah. a sports thing, to have that, that escape, I think, is really, really important. Yeah. Unless you're I was going to say. Stuck, then you're just kind of screwed. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, um, when you asked me about, like, my hobby or whatever, I was going to say watching sports because I do that every single day. Um, but yeah. I didn't I didn't know if that would be counted as a hobby or not. I, th- I think it's counted because, yeah. I mean, it's not like you watch sports casually. I mean, you keep up to date on, like, players stats and you know like who's hot like i don't know you're 
I wouldn't say you're a casual sport. I, I feel like that could be viewed as a hobby. I mean, anything's a hobby, dude. A hobby is just what you do. Like, you know what I mean? It's like what you do in your free time. That's a hobby. Yeah. yeah there's no textbook. I mean, there is a there's actually is a textbook definition, probably, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. There's. Uh, I feel like anything, you know, almost anything that you do in your free time, your leisure is is what you would consider a hobby. Who am I? I don't know. I'm as as Macaulay likes to say. I'm no fucking Webster. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not Marion Webster over here. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess so. Yeah, watching sports is probably my biggest hobby. Then woodworking. Um, I didn't know that about you though. Woodworking. I learned I something new about you. I've done done twelve podcast episodes with you, and I learned something new. Yeah. You remember you you know that bar that I made that like fold out bar in my garage? Yeah, yeah. You don't remember? No, that? no, I, no. I, I do, I do, I don't. I, I do. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I made that. Subtle flex. That was nice. Small flex. My grandpa helped me a lot with it actually because he's like super into woodworking. But yeah. that's something I would I would like to know how to do more because I. Enjoyed tech classes like in school, but I just don't have any of the equipment, and I didn't have the space for it to do it either until I moved into this house. Yeah, yeah. My grandpa gave me almost every tool that I have, mm. um, uh, and because, like I said, he was always real big into it. And when I was younger, he tried to, you know get me to get into it also and like i would go out and i'd go into his workshop or whatever and watch him and hang out with him but i didn't ever pay attention to like what the hell he was doing you know what i mean so <laughs> yeah. yeah i was just out there to spend time with him you know what i mean i didn't yeah like well it's so it's funny in, so it's funny that you say that my grandpa uh, my dad's dad um I, i'm sure he still does it but i i distinctly remember as a kid big thing he was into is he would just sit out like on his back little porch area, his back little patio, his little port, his little swing. He just sit out there with like a chunk of wood and just start like whittling it down with his pocket knife and like make something and just like carve something. And I just remember watching him and I was like, I want to do that, but I like, how do you learn to do that? <laughs> yeah. And uh, like, he, yeah, he just, he, he would like carve ducks. Like he'd do it, he'd do whatever. He'd just Ooh. make whatever. And it's like, that's so cool. That is cool. I would definitely not have the patience or the ability to do that. I feel like. Yeah. Well, I mean, bless his heart. I mean, have you ever been to my the, that side of my family? You ever been to that grandpa's house, grandma and grandpa's house? I it's the think one I went one. there one time. I mean, it's a really small house. You've definitely been to one of their houses, but I think you went to my mom's, mom and dad's. Not yeah, important. that's right. Yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah. My dad's mom and dad's house is a lot smaller, and like, they were the they were the type of grandparents that had like five channels on TV. Like they just, <laughs> I mean, they they had like, not because I mean they could have afforded it. You know what I mean? They just didn't have an interest in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, they they just like being out in nature and just being outside. And so, like, I kid you not, 
when I mean, we would go and visit them, and we would just sit outside in their backyard for like two and a half, three hours, just talking to them, having you know what I mean. And that whole time, my grandpa would just sit there carving away a little piece of wood. Just that—that that was his thing. It, it could, I. I want to be clear. It could still be his thing. I don't know. I haven't been home in two years, so I, I don't know what, yeah. he's, what he's up to nowadays. But uh, yeah, that was that was his thing when I was a child. That's yeah, cool. my 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 grandpa was always in, and he still is into just keeps a about a dozen head of cattle as a hobby. Might sell one here and there. Keep some chickens. That's what he likes to do. <laughs> hey, all right. Hey, man. Whatever works for you. Like I said, whatever he's... gives you that escape. So he's not like an actual like farmer? He just has... No. No. Huh. He, I don't think he makes money, like any profit off of him. If anything, he loses money. Paying for feed and everything. I mean, he'll take right. a couple to like an auction, but... That's not too often. Like if they get a little older and whatnot, right? I think he, I think he's only butchered a handful of them. Personally, huh. yes, yeah. Whew. Yeah, my that uncle is... has uh, a little shack out behind his house where they butcher animals, deer they hunt, or whatever. Prep the meat. I, uh... Yeah, that's cool. I mean. I was say I don't I don't have a problem with that. I'm not about to you know be one of those people. It's like you shouldn't kill animals, but I know for a fact I could not personally do that. There's no way. <laughs> Kudos to the people that can, but I am not one of them. I I've been hunting a couple times. I've only killed a squirrel. That was about it. Hey, me too. <laughs> um, I like the idea of it, but not for trophy hunting, but to mm. actually like get meat yeah right oh uh, yeah speaking well speaking of hunting you guys ever eat quail yeah negative oh quail is chef's kiss very good sorry like? i it tastes like chicken it tastes like chicken i wish yeah. i i wish i was joking but it, it <laughs> um i the reason why i say that is because uh my, you know, some family I have up in Michigan, they like to hunt quail, and they used to send us some. Uh, my dad really liked it, like really liked quail, so he would always ask him whenever we saw him, you know, if you, ever, if you ever get extra, you know, send it down to us. They always did, and my dad would fry it up, and it was scrum delicious, as he liked to say. <laughs> Your dad never hunted, did he? Um... Lord, uh, not, not in my lifetime. I don't know if you, I mean, he might've, when he was younger, you know? Yeah. That's why, like, he wasn't like a hunter, like. No, I'll say, I mean, my dad's side of the family would often go down to Kentucky and stuff because that's where my grandparents are from. Um, so I don't know if he ever hunted like in his youth, but as far as I can remember since in my life, he hasn't. My brother Bryce did. Bryce used to go hunting. Um, but. No, I don't think my dad ever did. I've just, I've never been, um, and it wasn't because I didn't want to. It was just by the time I got like old enough to go, um, my grandpa, like he had a 
but he has a lot of problems with his back and stuff and he's getting older and so he like didn't go anymore by the time I got of age and yeah. uh my stepdad never went so I just never really had anybody to take me um yeah but I don't know I I do always remember like as a little kid you were talking about Matt was talking about a uh, butchering deer and stuff like I remember my grandpa uh like every year around November or whatever he'd have a a deer like hanging in his garage you know <laughs> mm-hmm. and he'd like you know clean it and butcher it himself and stuff and that was just kind of normal for me you know I never like thought anything of it um and then like as I've gotten older it's funny to like talk to people and like they didn't have that experience when they were yeah. younger I mean it's just kind of funny to funny to think about I was driving down the street today actually um because I think I think today was opening weekend for for guns maybe I don't know I don't really know shit about it but um for something I was, it was around it was around this time yeah I was I was driving down the street today and uh, I was passing a car wash and there's this jeep parked like in front of it and this big fucking dead deer laid across the hood of this jeep <laughs> in the middle of town. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Gotta love it. Small town Indiana, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Only in the middle. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, yeah it's... I thought that was funny. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy just how different, I don't know, I, while you are telling that story and you know, even I never had that experience of like, you know, a deer hanging in the garage or whatever. But just like I was just thinking of like, you know, somebody growing up in like South Florida, like that they definitely never had. You know what I mean? Just like, right? Yeah. I was just having I, the realization of just how big America is and just how actual different the areas of America are. Just like you never have that experience or. Anything probably even remotely close to it. I don't know. Maybe you hang up an alligator or something down there in Florida. <laughs> a fish. <laughs> yeah. A fucking marlin. <laughs> yeah. Huh. That's like when I went to play football. Um, it was in northern Ohio, which is somewhat similar to around here. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But uh, like there's people from tampa bay florida and like detroit and toledo like inner city toledo and like yeah. stuff like that and they all like used to mess with me they were like what part of the south are you from and i'd be like <laughs> from fucking central indiana what are you talking about they're like you have like the most southern accent i was like what <laughs> like, yeah I don't know. I, I don't think I do. Maybe, you know, but it's yeah. just funny because to them, I was some fucking hick, like from yeah. <laughs> deep, deep Alabama or something. It's like, yeah. it's like I live no, yeah. fucking three, three hours south of here. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it, I've definitely had my fair share of that of here meeting, you know, other ALTs, other, you know, people from America that are teaching English or people from England or wherever, wherever they're from. Um, you know, apparently after a few drinks, my, the, my accent to them comes out even thicker 
And so, yeah, people have definitely been like, they're like, where are you from? And I'm like, from Indiana. And they're like, you do not sound like it. And I'm like, all right, cool. I don't know. What do you want me to say to that? (laughs) That's where I'm from, dude. Like, I can't, I can't help it. But (laughs) it is funny. It's like, no, we're from central Indiana, but I guess we have this somewhat southern accent. And you actually meet someone from the south. You meet someone from the south. And you're like, no, I do not sound like that at all. Like, I mean, yeah. I've, I've been to Tennessee a couple times, and their accent is thick compared to anything yeah. else I've heard. Even when I go see family down in Kentucky, I'm like, I don't understand a damn word you guys are saying. <laughs> I don't know, man. Don't make no sense. Yeah. I don't know. It was just funny because that was a legit question that somebody asked me. They looked me yeah. Like dead in the face, being dead serious, and said, What part of the South are you from? I was like, What? You said the central Indiana part. <laughs> Smack dab in the Midwest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was just funny. And, Absolutely. you know, they like the northern states, you know, like Michigan and stuff, they have, and even northern Ohio, they have almost like a hint of like Canadian accent to them. Yeah. Really? Like, like they're like, yeah, let's go to the bar, you know, like <laughs> their A's and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and they would do that shit, and I was like, you guys have an accent, I don't. <laughs> yeah, you guys are different, not me. I'm, I'm, <laughs> you're the weird ones. I'm normal. <laughs> <laughs> the craziest thing though was, uh, there's these kids, um, that were freshmen with me as well, um. And they were from, I want to say it was around Miami, Florida. Did you call them some, Island Boys? <laughs> they, they were some Island Boys. <laughs> That's going to be stuck in my fucking head now, thanks. But You're welcome. <laughs> but no, they, they came up to northern Ohio, and like they didn't pack any like coats or... You know, like they didn't own like big heavy winter coats or anything. And like it fucking, yeah, like the first snowfall of the year happened and they had never seen snow in their life. So wild. Like, like in person, like obviously yeah. TV or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're fucking walking around campus in like t shirt and shorts. And I remember there's this dude, he was like, man, it's fucking freezing. I was like, yeah, it's. <laughs> It's fucking late November in northern Ohio. Like, what he? Yeah, what did you expect? Yeah, but it was just so funny to see their reaction to snow. Like, it was just so funny to. They were like freaking out. They're like, "Oh shit, look at this!" And they were like, you know, like holding their hands out and looking up at the sky and stuff. And I was like, Man, "It's fucking snow. It sucks." Like, <laughs> yeah, it's the worst. <laughs> I guess that's kind of similar to like all of our first time experience, like seeing the ocean. No, yeah, not true. really. I saw that bitch and I was like, yep, that's what I thought. <laughs> first time I saw the ocean, I was like two. So I don't uh, remember my reaction. <laughs> well, mine was recent. Oh. Cause it was during my honeymoon and savannah georgia 
Gotcha. So, ooh. Yeah. Well, this good time. I, I, time. I, too, was two years old, Macaulay, but I distinctly remember as a two-year-old saying, yep, that bitch looks exactly like I thought. <laughs> he walked out, put your hands on your hip, you said, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. as I suspected. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. lit, lit a cigarette and walked away. <laughs> At two years old, waddling. <laughs> Only wearing a diaper. <laughs> Yeah, pulled pulled the pulled the pack of Marlboro Reds out of my diaper. Said, "Yeah, just as I expected." <laughs> that if you need me, I'll be in the hotel hot tub. <laughs> nice glass oh. of brandy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no. Ah, oh, look at the time. Should probably uh, be heading out. But thanks for stopping by and listening to us uh, ramble about nothing. Um, But we will be out here every Monday. So uh, like and subscribe or whatever you got to do to uh, get a notification. And we'll see you next Monday.